move on to our second segment today well this week uh i think we had a pretty heavy magic week last week if i can remember correctly this week's going to be mostly DD after this point so we are yes. we're moving on to the DD stuff if you Fall hate D get out of here if i don't we don't want to even t- talk to you anymore go listen to the last episode again yeah <laughs> you didn't hear it right you didn't hear enough of it <laughs> Plus, that segment was a little longer than uh, most of our other segments. That's always happens with spoilers, man. It's just like it takes so long to get through freaking spoilers. But this one, this segment, Eric, I wanted to bring up uh, a point that happens in every campaign. And uh, you got to do stuff with it because it's going to come up and it's like, it's a big deal. This is party travel in D&D. Yes. Uh, surprisingly, you are going to have to move between one city or another. <laughs> you can't just be in the same place always. And, uh, you know, in D&D, you, you have, you know, we try and make it as realistic as possible, right? Where, like, you know, there's there's travel time involved. You can't just, uh, all right, guys, just snap your finger. Teleporting comes up maybe nope, late in the end game when you get there. But you can't just make it teleporting always. Okay? It's just kind of Come on. Come on. And, and I also wanted to, to incorporate then into this vehicles. Because we've now had, we have like two distinct types of vehicles that we're dealing with now in our campaign. Now we're level 15, so we're higher up in there. But people have done all kinds of crazy things, right? I've heard of people oh, yeah. incorporating airships. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go over, our party specifically has now owns a boat. So we, we, we have a whole boat mechanic. Boat owners uh, And then we just... Yeah, we just got this other new vehicle that we obtained from the Abyss, which was called the Rift Diver, and uh, I you'll you'll have to bring up the exact uh, element you brought it up from, yeah. where you pulled off some of its. Basically, it's a crazy contraption with a bunch of levers that allows us to to, to move. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a, it was a reskin of a uh, existing vehicle. Of an existing vehicle, but still, vehicles are really important, is what I'm trying to say. And like, it, I think it's important to bring up in a party campaign because it, it makes traveling more exciting, makes it more mm-hmm. interesting, gives it an element that changes it up from we have to walk from place to place. <laughs> yeah. You you can you can almost define like the tiers of play by how your party travels from city to city. Like level three, you guys are broke, you walking. can't afford horses, you can't yeah, afford that's this is so lame. And but like exciting things can happen. He's like, oh, there's bandits are attacking you. Like you you have to fight them off. Like that might right. be bad for you. Um and then when you're level 10, it's just like, okay, you guys have a car. I'm not gonna ask you to camp from city to city. I'll still keep track of like how long you go or you know, if, if you can use that as downtime and Yeah, resting out. becomes a lot comes up a lot more often, right? When it's in the walking phase. Yeah. It, it takes you a while. You know, you, you map these things out. The DM generally goes like, okay, you have this many miles to walk. You guys travel at this speed, which means it's going to take you days to get there. Right. There's no way you're walking straight through. So you're going to have to bed down. You're going to have to find places. 
and that makes it you know its own game right it's like okay we're, how how are you planning on protecting yourself on this trip mm-hmm. and like yeah stuff happens while you're on the road and less stuff happens the more you go because like just yeah the the threats that exist are like <laughs> right, right. A, a group of bandits when you're level twelve, it don't matter so much like, anymore. Just killed a, uh, an adult red dragon. <laughs> why is this? Why is this like troop of bandits like so hard? <laughs> they could have done this. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then you get you know your 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 cart and horses, and then if there's a uh, ocean section or you're in an ocean campaign, boats and ships and having different kinds of stuff going on with that um then you can yeah. do, like you said airships or have exotic vehicles yeah and and you incorporated a bunch of different mechanics if you want to go into the boat one for example right you had to look up like a couple things of <laughs> like yeah. boat mechanics yeah and i i'm gonna be honest i haven't really found anything that i really liked Lights, yeah, okay, fair enough because i mean you gave it to us at a very base level right mm-hmm. where we had we did have to hire a crew though it wasn't just like our party could just be on this boat and like everything work out fine. We had to like actually get more people involved, which if you think about it, a boat is a lot harder to manage than exactly. and <laughs> a horse. You know right. that. You're just like, are you just going to go out in the ocean and just be like, yeah. oh, everything's fine. But yeah, like. And I, there I, is, there is land vehicles and water vehicles proficiencies in D&D yeah. 5e. Those are proficiencies to have. Yeah, so you you can uh, you can, if one of you has water proficiencies, that you're basically the de facto captain. Yeah, and yeah so it can the, come up in your backgrounds. I don't think it can come up many other places, right? You yeah. gave it to one of our characters based off of a in canon one shot that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like a so. There's ways shot. to incorporate it into yeah. the characters after the fact, but part of the attunement to like an item or something. I forgot. Or maybe maybe just <laughs> so that was that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. But yeah, with with boats, it's interesting because you have to like you're now on this more macro scale as far as like ship ship combat because there's like cannons going off and like yeah there's you're doing these like crazy maneuvers but like and also in reality ship ship combat like isn't that crazy because boats <laughs> don't actually move that fast they can't turn <laughs> very fast so right. it's basically like <laughs> it would be so boring. If you just yeah. add reality, because like in reality, it would just be like a ship might be like two miles per hour faster than you. And you can see them <laughs> 30 miles away and you can't really hide in the middle of the ocean. So you're like, oh, crap. Man, you're really dumpstering that Sea of Thieves game, Eric. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that like the whole point of that game? I don't, I don't Actually, I've never played it. I just know that it's like ship combat. It's like exactly. But that that's fun. <laughs> and what what makes that game so fun is you can like leave the ship aspect of it and then just become your own character. So like, mm. how do you incorporate like you're a cleric? How do you fight on a ship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. While you're on a ship, yeah. And like with wizards with fireball and stuff, it's just like okay, I'm just gonna wait for them to get within 120 feet and then just <laughs> fireball their ship. <laughs> way better cannon, and I'm just gonna do it every six seconds, seven to load and stuff. You're just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna keep fireballing that shit. Exactly. That's so, fair. but with the uh, ship mechanics, I kind of took the base model of like a ship, and I was like, okay, there's like the health pool. There's the yeah, yeah, we have some abilities all. and the speed. So I'm just going to be like, I'm going to yeah, tweak. So we have three, three different aspects. That yeah, we three different aspects. I'm going to tweak each one. Be like, and crew number, right? It was one of them as well. Yeah, crew manpower number. required. 
Yeah, exactly. So like a big ship, you could like hold a lot of cargo and that might be have a high health pool, but you're going to need yeah. to pay a crew. And if you're trying yeah, to get a lot more people game, involved, it's not going to be very good. Um, right. If you want a fast ship, you can do a skeleton crew, but you know, it's right. not going to have, like if you get into a fight with uh, another ship, you're kind of screwed because it's like low health and it's not just run away. <laughs> <laughs> it's all running. Uh, and I, I also had, you could have like, I kind of made the crew more important than the ships themselves because it's like, okay, if yeah. you want an officer, like you can go um, right. into town to be like, Hey, we want to like hire like somebody who's like really good at smuggling. So now yeah. maybe your first mate now is, has a smuggling background opposed to like a trading background. So if you want to do like downtime ship uh, transactions, the merchant might be better. But if you wanted to be like do more clandestine like operations, the smuggler might be better. You know, sure, it's sure, yeah. Almost yeah. like you're buying like feats in the as, right for the ship that yeah that tailor it more than just the base shell itself. You say like right. a fast ship versus a slow ship. Now it's like, what are you guys doing with this thing? Like, are you guys going to be smuggling stuff? Are you going to be trading stuff? Are you going to be yeah? What what is the purpose of this? Ship like you can now? go into a port and be like, hey. We were we just needed the base level just to get out of here, but now we're we need to do something else. Hey, loved you. We're gonna let you go, uh, first mate. We're gonna go find somebody else who kind of fits our needs. Right. So I I think that kind of made it a little more interesting. Although, like, it hasn't yeah. Really come up. And we were. I mean, what we did with the ship too. We commissioned the ship. We had it try and work for us for a while. It blew up in our face because we jumped through a portal uh, into the abyss. The abyss. And now it's captured. So yeah, here yeah, we are. And now we for a month, a month has passed. <laughs> now I'm just like, well, okay. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So it's not always. It's not all benefits, guys. When you buy a ship in D and D, all right. It's not all suns and rainbows and happiness and shining, all right. It's, and uh, property taxes. Property. Oh, oh. I'm gonna. I'm Can gonna, you believe I'm, the mooring prices at that city that we went to? Oh my god. <laughs> Boxies alone are enough to ruin you. Uh, that would be really funny if I was like, um, by the way, uh, it's tax season. In yeah, yeah, you got to pay the uh, boring price. Uh. Since you bought some upgrades for the ship, that's going to raise the valuation. The land turns to winter now. Are you guys going <laughs> to you guys gonna take out the ship? Are you going to – what you doing with it? <laughs> it freezes in this part of the continent. So, so you're going to need to <laughs> – um, now contrast that to our other more personal vehicle, you could say. We have this Rift Diver, and boy, did, does this thing do some wacky stuff. <laughs> this is a, uh, it's part airship, right? It's, it's, it's like crazy dune buggy that's got like capabilities to shoot arcane missiles and. Yeah, it, so it's built on this, uh, uh, the, the base thing is called an apparatus of Qualish. K-W-A-L-I-S-H. And it's kind of just like like a tank. What book was that from? I think it's in the... Um, just in the regular book. Uh, Not Player's Handbook, though. No, it's, prob- I mean, it's probably... It's probably in the, in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Dungeon... Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's in the DM's Guide. That's good. Um, and normally, it's just this, like, six-legged, like, crab tank. But... Um, Mm-hmm. Excuse me. But I kind of wanted to make it a little more like 
you, you, I'm taking liberty with the arcane aspects of it to make it like a like a land speeder from like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that that's not definitely what it reminds me of. Yeah, it's yeah. mostly like land speeder type. It can hover. It does weird things. You yeah. pull a bunch of levers and it does stuff. Yeah, so there's ten levers, uh, and they all do kind of different things. And some of them don't really like. It's just kind of boring. So I kind of made it a little more exciting. Like instead of making it sink in liquid or rise in liquid, I made it just be able to fly twenty feet in the air. Right. It hovers. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, you guys are level fifteen. Like, this is yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flying is not it, out of the it's not going to be going to break. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be like, whoa, how, how do you? Yeah, not this isn't a vehicle yeah. that maybe most parties will be accustomed to. It, it's closer to that airship type of uh, classification, but it's not as big. This is a personalized vehicle. Yeah, it's not personal. This is a, the size like, of a wagon. It fits just us, our party of four. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a smaller vehicle. It's a car. Basically, uh-huh. We basically got a car. We got a pretty have modern a vehicle, but have a car. it's still pretty cool to have because now we're able to like actually travel and do stuff within this vehicle and not have to just walk around or try and teleport places with limited yeah, means. Exactly, and it's like relatively safe. It has like two hundred hit points. It does does some cool stuff. It has some offensive capabilities, but yeah, it, it's mostly for we're just like, hey, I want to. <laughs> and it certainly is. Like, it, it, it all it makes sense to travel in these ways now. Like, we can't just be like, oh, we want to go to that town out there. Might as well start walking. It's just like that's not where we want to be anymore. And it's all it's yeah. one thing that you that you have to keep have to incorporate, which is very difficult. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Is like during travel, you really need some good banter. Like, that's, that's when your characters can develop. You're not in combat right now. You're not talking to specific NPCs right now. You're a party. You're walking. So you really need to utilize this time to, like, build character development. Yeah, that's... It a, makes things fun. It makes things funnier. It, it randomly spurs stupid, like, motivations and side quests that you didn't theorize until you're just like bullshitting and like, you come up with something yeah and it's yeah. just like oh yeah that's who i am now i'm the guy that does this hates yeah. eagles because they poop on me and <laughs> i don't know what it is. and then you can just keep bringing that up forever yeah <laughs> i know yeah that, that's a that's a, a exactly right and um it's kind of uh, also alleviates a lot of that character development pressure from the DM. You so much yeah, yeah. of that stuff is like <sighs> almost feels like one-on-one conversation with the DM while other people are around and kind of chiming in. But this is literally like, hey, like you did that thing in town the other day. Kind of what what's up with that? And then like maybe you don't want to reveal all that stuff, and then you're right. like being skittish about it. So you you know it 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 kind of makes it that <clears> part <throat> makes it feel just as real as like other random encounters like kind of this is i think this is one of those biggest gaps between new players and like experienced like really into it D groups right is the party travel aspect new groups it it, because like you said it this is one of those aspects that's totally on the party yeah it's like out of the dm's hands that he has nothing that he can really provide in your party travel aspects (laughs) just because the point of the dm right is to bring up the scenarios and stuff like that and throw things at the party but when you're traveling it's like you know got you you're safe right you know hey you're trying what do you want me to do right now like i'm not just gonna throw 
bandits at you right now, but do your exactly. thing. Exactly, like, I'm using this to look up all my notes about this town. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go talk. You guys... This is, yeah, this is a, this is a your thing. So, yeah, it, it's really tough on those early DM, or early D&D parties that are new to the game, and are, not, like, they're not gonna just know, like, oh, we're walking there. What next, DM? Yeah, exactly. No, you're walking there. I just... <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's very tempting just to treat it like the scene in the movie where it like pulls out to a picture of a map and you see the red line filling alongside the road. They're like, they went from this town <laughs> to this town. And then they zoom back in and they're in the town. And it's like, wow, yeah. I believe three days have passed. No, they're important moments. And I think that that's what you have to remember. And, and I agree later in the game, it's really useful when you have teleporting, especially because... We come up with quests that kind of require faster means of travel. Right. You're you know, there's time limits on things now and, and actual, like, pressure-sensitive, like, yeah, information stuff that, like, comes up. Or even just, yeah, escapability helps. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're about to die. What can we do? Hide in this hole and let's teleport out of here now. I go. That is yeah. our only chance of survival. But, yeah, there, there's a whole stage of D&D where these vehicles become really important. And it's exciting to buy a vehicle. That's, like, one thing I wanted to bring up, right? It was like, it's buying the boat was a whole episode. We had a whole day where we discussed boats. Exactly. And just, like, yeah. figuring it out and, and hiring the crew and doing and all this stuff. like, no sense. But it is so exciting to be like, hey, <laughs> we can afford a cart now. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, because uh, what else are you using your money for in D&D, right? It's always to buy buy or improve armor and equipment. Buying maybe some potions and other consumables is, is another big one. Like, we, yeah. we buy a lot of diamonds in our party because we like reviving people. Yeah, you guys die uh, Because lot. we die. <laughs> yeah, we like to die. And, and usually, I mean, this could be more me. But usually, you'll outpace what is, you're capable of buying in the real world. Um, yeah, by your loot and stuff. Uh, yeah, true. Because yeah, you you'll probably loot a better weapon than you are able to improve your weapon. Yes, it, because what the, you're saying. Yeah, hey, just that's this is a, uh, a pro tip. Just remember, anything the party can buy, they can steal. So, <laughs> so just you just keep be aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> there's, I, there's so many like. Uh, I, I love the Reddit RPG horror stories. Just the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the worst people at social interacting in the entire world. Um, and th there are times when it was just like, oh yeah, there was a like plus two great sword that gives me like the ability to like banish undead or something. And it's like, hey, well we're gonna go fight fight this undead. Let's go get it. And it's just like, oh, it's just a small town. And they like do all the rolls right. And then that it's just like the DM's mad that they stole it because they, like, <laughs> they rolled like two net twenties on stealth and sleight of hand checks, and they okay, there no was a arcane trap that they managed to escape from, and now they have this super sword at like level two or three, and <laughs> I'm just like, why would you even put that in front of them? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Why well, have that there? Everyone, That's... yeah, it's just like oh, everyone else has non-magical stuff and you're just like well now i'm just wondering. i'm now realizing in our campaign it's suspicious how you don't uh put things in front of our face like that almost like almost like you'll just walk almost like you're planning on us uh yeah you don't want us to steal stuff I don't know. that's cool 
cool. Yeah, weird. Weird how our campaign, that doesn't come up, Eric. I wonder why. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, what else about vehicles? I mean... Um, let's see. Yeah, and there's not... There's not really a whole lot you need to do to, to like, hit the mark of, like, you have a cart. It was a I good party travel. But do <laughs> a lot of fun stuff. Like, I I created this system for ships where these I, I was thinking, like, okay, these guys might spend a lot of time on the ocean. Where you have these, like, magical, like, enhancements to the ship. So, like, one will be, like, oh you have this like bubble of good weather around you. So for like, you get an extra like plus two miles per hour on your ship or something, or maybe you can like cast like almost like a disguise self on the ship. So if you don't want to appear like you're this super big, um, like threatening uh, pirate ship, you can just be like, Oh, we're a little fishing dinghy or a little merchant ship. And then pirates right. try to attack you. And then you're just destroy them or something like that. Uh, so you can do like all kinds of nuts things to kind of just like make your vehicles and traveling just a little bit more interesting without having oh, without having to just like completely come up with new combat systems. So how often would you say and this might be DM dependent, but would you say you make people do rolls while traveling for any given reason? I say like force rolls. Um, I think the most common is like if you're and there might just be like, like random, like tables that you would roll on. Are, are you talking about like ability checks and things like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, oh, oh, you know, your group's tra- uh, traveling right now. There, it's just normal walking from town to town. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make them do a roll for perception. I don't know. Like for example, it's just anything random. Yeah, that I'll. I'll I'm much more inclined to do that earlier. Uh, mostly for like, ooh, there's a like, see if you uh, notice the thing on the side of the road. Yeah, there's a broken wizard's tower on the side of the road that you guys might find or something. For for, for example, um, it's just funny because like you, I say that and then you may you you mentioned that and I go yeah. If you said that to any party, what are they going to do? They're going to go towards the freaking go. tower. Like it doesn't matter where they were going, what they were planning on doing. It's just like the natural D and D party is like the DM said something. So we're going that way now. Like, just out of the portal right. with the abyss happened, right? It was yeah, just exactly. like, there's a portal, and everyone was like, we're jumping through it. What? D- the DM said there was a portal, so we're there. It might now. be a port. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, when, when time isn't, like, of the essence, it almost feels free to, like, oh, let's go check out this uh, abandoned house. So, like, oh, it's burned right. down. I wonder, I wonder why it burned down. Like, this person's backstory, like, oh, his family got killed by, like, a fire sorcerer, and then so maybe he's interested in something like that, um, but like, not I, I. I unless it's gonna add something, I probably won't do. Like, mention it. Yeah. <laughs> this is where like that's what I mean. You gotta you gotta walk that fine line. That's what I'm saying. This is like you know if a DM if you mention something to your party, they are going to go after whatever you've just right. said. Exactly because they think that their purpose is to do what you say. and also use travel to like buy an extra week of prep if you need (laughs) right so if you had that wizard's tower planned go for it yeah shove them to the wizard's tower yeah exactly make them do a perception check and bam you got them trapped you've you've already won 
Yeah. They're going. They're going to the Wizard's Tower. <laughs> yeah, they're going to go to the Wizard's Tower, have a weird guy with a voice, like very low effort prep work, and give him something to for solving this riddle or whatever. And you basically bought yourself an extra day to build out the city <laughs> that, that they're going <laughs> to. Because that's kind of what happened to me because I, I when you guys were in uh, the ironically named Ravenloft, there, there was a, a full like story arc. Oh, campaign built out in there. Yeah, that we totally ignored. Yeah, and you just true. were like, "We're leaving now." <laughs> I was like, "Yes, oh, yeah. you are." Yeah, the pal because you pointed out something to the paladin, and he caught wind of that and said, "Bam, we're going, we're going." I, I, we're doing it. Stuff, yeah. And then, um, you got a bunch of very strong personalities in this group, Eric. So you say something that has something to do with some of one. We're going. That's like, what's okay, happening. That's fine. Uh, so yeah. Do you realize how much strength it takes me, Eric, not to just warp myself to Mechanis right now? <laughs> I, I was I was terrified that you were just going to be like, I do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have enough. I grab everyone. I cast Plane Shift. And we go to Mechanis! <laughs> like, okay, I... I, for a second, thought you were going to be like, okay, everybody, let's play in shift. And you were just going to, like, message me or something and say, like, I'm taking them to the camp. I had enough going on. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm ready to go on that arc whenever whenever you're ready to go. Yeah, whenever we kick it out. But uh, I just, I think I agreed to the Warlocks thing, because he, otherwise he dies or something. So I was like, I, I like, this, this is something you don't mess around with. <laughs> Literally, the... There is a contract in the D, the Asmodeus Lord of the Nine Hells. is like, I will bring you back to the Nine Hells. You will not have a soul anymore. Like, you're going to be done. He's like, uh, hey, guys, I... Uh, I, guess, I guess Jack cares enough for these I'm people now. Because he's, he's, he's willing on delaying his, his journey just for this one more lock. So. <laughs> I swear. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, like the travel is definitely one of those things that like you worry more in the beginning, and then like even if without it gets a little better. You're just like, don't worry about it. You get you get to the next place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at that point, you have more developed, like you said. There's there's more planning involved, and mm-hmm. even traveling becomes more meticulous. It's not just like we have to. All right, we're gonna move on. It's it's yeah. like. No, we got to go from here all the way over there. Here's the stops. We're you know we have the whole map, so we're gonna we have to do it this way. So it becomes more of a ordeal that we have to plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also like it is now. One, one other one other thing is like also travel. Travel time is kind of really where one of the uh, points where, as a DM, you decide like how quote unquote how realistic and gritty you you want to yeah. be because you can just be like. Hey, did you buy rations? Did you buy water? Like, what's going on? Yeah, you can go as hardcore survival mode as you want. Yep. Yeah. So, and like, this is where it's becomes like hardcore survival. Uh, and then you, if you're going to do that, definitely flesh out some uh, some mechanics. And uh, as a DM, it's kind of that's also that's for the really advanced parties. I feel like that that's for the 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 parties that are going to have all that banter, you know what I mean? Because they're going to be the ones to settle down by the fireplace, take out their rations, yep. and actually have a conversation with them. Like we're not really that party at all. We'll have like the one off conversation, and then just be like, "All right, our conversation's over. Are we there now?" <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we've been playing these characters for like two years now, so like, yeah. we're all done with that. <laughs> 
<laughs> right, right. A lot of our backs. Yeah, you're right. I mean, a lot of the it's already been built enough. Yeah, it's almost like we have nothing more to develop. Really, we all have things we want to get done, and we're just like, all right, we <laughs> we know where we're going right now to complete this one thing. Like, let's, yeah, let's the motivation let's is the destination done. right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're definitely like really almost there. Definitely coming to probably the completion of what what would be our campaign. Mm-hmm. Feels like it. Maybe I don't know. So this is like there's always more. There's always more you could do, but <laughs> all right. I think that's where we'll leave it for for vehicles and traveling. What do you think? I hope you guys got something out of that because it is uh, it's gonna come up in your campaign. I'll say that much. It's, it's, just, it's gonna happen. You <laughs> you're gonna have to travel. Yeah, doesn't matter what campaign. Even in a dungeon, you're gonna have to move from room to room. So uh, listen, that's just how it goes. <laughs> All right, with that, party on.